welcome home. I'm Dr. Tama, a minister, licensed psychologist, and sacred artist. And this is Homecoming, a podcast to facilitate your journey home to yourself. While I will provide weekly inspiration and mental health tips, this podcast is not a substitute for therapy. I'm so excited you're on the journey. If you want to request specific topics or share your progress, email me at homecomingpodcast at gmail.com. Also, after you listen, be sure to like, subscribe, and share. Let's begin. Welcome home, co-journers. This episode is brought to you by Pepperdine University, the institution where I teach. Since 1971, Pepperdine Graduate School of Education and Psychology has had one mission, to strengthen professionals for lives of purpose, service, and leadership. Online psychology at Pepperdine is the latest evolution of that mission, with online master's programs designed for people who want to align their work to their life's calling. Students learn from faculty like myself, who see sharing knowledge and mentoring students as an opportunity to positively impact more communities. Through an intuitive digital campus, students are connected to everything and everyone they need access to, wherever they are, on any device. So pursue your purpose at online psychology at Pepperdine. Visit www.pepperdinepurpose.com backslash homecoming to learn more. Thank you so much. I'm uh, so appreciative of our sponsorship and support. So this season, our second season, I invited you to send in your poetry, and I'm excited. We have a submission for today from Eliza Kelly, uh, Her Vows. And so let's see here. I take you to be everything I need in life. You were born into this life for many reasons, most of which are fun, curious, and adventurous. Hopefully, passionate, loving, kind moments continue to guide your path, as this is where you truly shine. May your light be forever bright, and may your intuition always have your back. You have been through dark and quiet times before, but with me by your side, those moments won't be so treacherous. You have your ancestors behind you, guiding you, as you break the generational cycle of mistreatment. You will never feel abandoned again. Every day, I want you to look into your soul and imagine being the best person you can be, whatever that means to you. You will fall. You will make mistakes. You will fail at things. But you have always had the courage and the bravery to stand back up again. You have spoken the truth even if your voice shakes. You have always taken the chance of giving it another try. You have always thought and fought for the forgotten. You are on your path. You are coming home. The light is already on, waiting for you, in sickness and in health, for richer or for poorer, in happiness and in sadness, and curiosity and in shame, till death. Do we part, baby? <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness, Eliza. Thank you for sharing that with us. And it is so aligned with our focus on today because you said in the beginning 
uh, for us to have seasons in our life full of fun, curiosity, and adventure. And on this journey home, I want to focus on today about bringing more joy into your life, bringing more play into your life. And so we often think about the healing journey in very serious ways. And there is definitely a serious aspect to it. I invite you to consider lightening up. I want you to consider giving yourself permission to laugh, giving yourself permission to smile, giving yourself permission to have fun. Because when we have been disconnected from ourselves with stress and trauma, we often become super, super serious all the time. And we can feel the weight of the world on our shoulders. And I want to share with you but that as you journey home to yourself, the load gets lighter. As you journey home to yourself, you discover some of the things you've been carrying, you can actually put down. As you journey home to yourself, then with your friendship circle being healthier, there are also those who will help to carry the load. Some of you may be in therapy and that helps to lighten the load. Uh, some of you may have been working through becoming more aligned with your purpose and living authentically. And when I don't have the heavy weight of a mask and costume, then it helps me to walk lighter. Oh, that is my hope for each of you and for us. There are some that since you were a child, there's been so much weight, emotional weight on you. Some of you were the parentified child growing up carrying the emotional weight of your parents. Some of you for a long time have carried the financial weight of poverty and worry about is there going to be enough? And some of us have carried the weight of shame, feeling ashamed of who we are at our core because of how we were talked to or how we were treated, it's been heavy. And so a part of coming home is having some joy in your life, right? A part of coming home is learning how to play. For some of you, it is remembering to play. And for some of you, it's learning how to play for the first time because your childhood, for some, your childhood was taken from you. For some, it was never safe to play, to be at ease. And so even in your lives now, some people fill their life with work because nothing else feels comfortable, nothing else feels doable, or they don't ever feel worthy of rest. But what I want for you, and we've talked some about mindfulness and rest before, but not just rest. I'm talking about joy. <laughs> I'm talking about how magnificent to, after all the tears you have cried, to be able to authentically laugh. I mean, after all of the tightness 
that you have held in your body, the stress you have held in your body. I mean, for you to get up and dance, like really go for broke. <laughs> to really, you know, the song dance like nobody's watching, right? I, I wonder uh, about your openness to joy. And there are those of us who even would see this title and think, oh, this isn't, you know, really one that I want to do, play and joy. Like, who is that for? And if you questioned it, then you really, this is really for you. <laughs> this is really for you. If you are resistant to uncomfortable with being joyful, or if it feels so far away, then I want you to know this is also for you. And even for those who are listening who may live with depression, I know it is not just as simple as turning on off and off and on a switch, right? It is not so simple. And yet at the same time, for us not to lose sight of the goal, right? That even if I have lived with trauma, stress, violence, depression, anxiety, I intend to have some joy in my life. I set an intention. I intend to have some play in my life. And so giving ourselves permission uh, also means that some of us have felt guilty, what we can call survivor's guilt, because you have seen so much suffering. When we have seen a lot of suffering, Sometimes we feel that out of allegiance or in solidarity with those who are suffering that I cannot enjoy myself. And I want you to really consider living fully and being at home fully means that I am open to the range of experiences, including the joy. That while I am upset, outraged, grieved by injustice, that I make a decision that I will not spend 24 hours a day, seven days a week in outrage, in grief, in despair. But that a part of the healing, a part of sustaining myself, and even others for the journey, is to have some joy in my life. And so to not beat yourself up or feel guilty for carving out moments, seasons, a life of joy. And I'll tell you, you know, my focus area as a therapist is trauma recovery. And I used to work in a counseling center uh, where they were like very thin walls. And one of the other therapists said to me, I can't believe, you know, that your area of expertise is trauma. And I said, why is that? And she said, there's always a lot of laughter coming out of your office. And I said, of course, right? Who, who would want to come every week for only despair, right? There, there has to be space. There has to be breath. Uh, there has to be balance in the journey. So yes, there is space for the tears and we honor the tears. 
There is space for the rage and we honor the rage and there is space for joy. There is space for play. There is space to be at ease. And so I invite you to push back against the messages you may have grown up with that made you believe it was never okay to have fun. I wonder if on today you can re-examine those rules that you have lived by, the duty and obligation that has made us believe that life has to be a burden or a cross to bear in order to live it right. And I wonder if we can reimagine, reconsider that a life lived well can have joy in it, that I can honor the sacredness of life and also have time to play and to be playful. And so let us start with a simple one when we think about smiling. I'm smiling at you, co-journers. I'm smiling at you. And I'm not asking for uh, a fake smile, right? This podcast is no place uh, where you are required to put on a mask. So if you don't feel it, then by all means, don't do it. Yes. Uh, But if there is anything you can think of in this moment to smile about, to give yourself permission for that. Anything funny, humorous, light, amusing, pleasurable that you can reflect on in this moment to give yourself that. And then I invite you in your journaling. We often talk about journaling around the trauma, which is very healing and therapeutic. Um, If you have not tried it, to write about your difficult, traumatic experiences. But we also think about uh, journaling the good memories, right? What were the good things that happened? And even if they were few and far between, right? Some people, the, the thoughts about childhood, there can be a lot that was heavy, but there may have been these moments that were good, right? When someone... Uh, was kind to you, when someone extended themselves, when a teacher believed in you, you know, these moments when someone shared with you or stood up for you when other people were laughing, right? To start to think about journaling the good stuff, right? You know, for me, it's going to dance class, Or, you know, I used to race a lot. So uh, running on the playground and uh, thinking about uh, our favorite shows growing up. There was a show you like to watch. Uh, If you had a good friend, right, to consider what were the good things. And some of them may not involve anybody else, right? It may be just uh, when we talk about simple pleasures, you may, you know, you may think about last week sitting in a bubble bath, right? And just enjoying you, right? <laughs> so start to consider writing about the good 
and also writing from that place of the good will help us to have some gratitude and joy for those moments, right? Uh, we also want to consider joy in our bodies, right? So often we think of embodied healing and uh, using our bodies to express difficulty, but I want you to know that the body can also be a part of my strength, right? The body, uh, my body can express my joy, my fullness, uh, the abundance of life, right? That there is uh, healing and empowerment in my movement. And even those of you who uh, are not dance lovers like I am, even if you think about when you go for a walk, right? That if I can start visualizing walking into my purpose, I'm walking into my possibility, I'm walking into my new season, I'm walking into my new beginning, I'll get a little pep in my step, right? <laughs> I'll get a little, a little fire in me, right? And so as we move our bodies to think about moving in joy. Another part of bringing joy in my life is even my approach to my eating, right? Uh, there's something called mindful eating, uh, which is when we slow down and actually enjoy the taste of our food, right? Some of us, even when we like it, like even when it's our favorite food, sometimes we're eating it so fast and just going, like barely chewing, just swallowing the food. And so then we're missing the pleasure of the moment, right? We're thinking like, oh, that was good, you know, after like two seconds. But if I can slow down and whatever it is that I have, you know, from a place of gratitude, or if it's even uh, one of those moments where it's something I love, right? Something that is delicious to me, uh, to just sit in my mouth and enjoy it, right? To enjoy a meal, whether it's by myself or whether it is with others, to like enjoy it, to not miss the moment. So many people are, you know, saying like, I, I can't wait for COVID to be done and I am right there with you. And at the same time, I cannot wait for it to lift before I create some enjoyment in my life. And I'm not talking about uh, risky behavior going out there uh, and and causing confusion. But I mean, even in my home, right, what it is like to create joy. I posted recently about uh, having a dance competition with my kids, right? We were going for it. <laughs> we were going for it. And so work up a sweat and dance, right? So in the here and now, being present with myself, if there are people there, being present with them, even as the simple pleasures around my food, sitting and enjoying that. And then for us to also consider connecting with nature as a place of joy, right? To really take in uh, the trees and the flowers and the mountains and the water you know, often we take these things for granted. We walk past them or we drive past them and we're just on a mission about where we're going. And I remember when I first moved to Los Angeles, 
it was amazing to me because I associated palm trees with vacation. And so when I got here and I'm like, I get to live here surrounded by palm trees. This is so lovely. Right. So that was when I first came after I'd been here for a while. I'm just driving past those trees, not paying them any attention. Right. So I want to start to enjoy and appreciate, you know, nature around me. I love the scent of honeysuckle. Right. And so to smell that and take that in or my favorite, uh, uh, favorite flower, bird of paradise. Right? So when I see that, and of course, orange, which is my favorite color. And so to start really uh, thinking about what are, if there are any trees around you, if you live in a place where there are not trees or not grass, if you can get to a park and enjoy that. And if that's not feasible for you uh, to imagine, right? To imagine yourself, visualize yourself out in nature, being free, right? Running, laughing, doing what you do. And then another way we can bring joy into our lives is even in our media choices, right? What do we choose to watch or absorb? And I am very much one of knowing how important it is to be informed um, but we do not need 24 hours a day of news, right? We do not need constant videos of torture and violence and terror and death, right? And so to give yourself permission to watch a comedy, right? To give yourself permission to read something funny, to give yourself permission uh, to laugh. And so we also uh, can consider our relationships. You know, we talk a lot about um, healing in the aftermath of dysfunction or walking away from dysfunction, but we also want to be mindful to create new memories and enjoy time with the people that we care about, right? To express to them what they mean to us, uh, to laugh with them, to uh, really be able to have space for our humor, right? That laughter is medicine, right? It can be healing for the soul. And so to spend more time in the presence of people that give you authentic joy. So I'm not talking about performance, right? If you have to pretend to be happy when you're not, that's not what I mean. Uh, but there are some people and places when we are with them or when we're in a certain environment, it feels good to us to be around them. And even in this season, when a lot of it is with the physical distancing, to reach out and call them, you know, to think about, is there someone that if I hear their voice on the phone, it brings a smile to my face, right? And so uh, reaching out to joy bringers and reducing, if possible, time and contact with those who are joy robbers, right? If I am committed and intentional about bringing more joy and play in my life, then that will also guide how I spend my time and who I choose to spend my time with. Yes, if I'm intentional about bringing more joy in my life, then I become selective about who I share 
space and time with. Then a joy that often is overlooked is a nap. (laughs) To go lay down and rest yourself. Do you know that sometimes we're tired but don't go to bed? Right? That we can be so wired or anxious that we're scrolling on our phones or we're sitting up and the TV is watching us and we're not even following the story. It is because uh, we don't believe we can lay down until we're exhausted. And a part of that can be based in our fears and our anxieties. But to give ourselves the pleasure of resting, to give ourselves permission to experience the joy of being able to rest and wake up rested, rejuvenated, instead of constantly being in this place of exhaustion. And then I invite you to think about visually putting some joy reminders in your space. So some people take quotes that they like and they print them up and uh, put them up on their walls or on a sticky tab uh, on their bathroom mirror. Uh, Some people, it is the artwork that they choose that makes them feel joyful. Uh, And so some visual reminders, your favorite colors, some visual reminders that can bring joy into your day and also music affects our mood. And so while sometimes when we're despairing, it can be helpful to listen to a singer who connects with us or gets it, but there's also a way that music can lift or shift our mood. And so to put on a joyful song, as we would say, make a joyful noise, and sometimes not just listening to it, but singing along with it. It doesn't even matter if other people think you can sing. It's not for them. It's for your joy, right? So to put on the music and sing loud and strong (laughs) and joyful, to give yourself space and permission for the fullness of life. I am so grateful that you are here on this journey. And while I know parts of the journey can be a struggle, can be difficult, can be work. I want to invite you to consider that there can be joy in the journey, that there can be joy in the process. So it is not just once I have fixed everything about myself or once I am totally a different person, then I can have joy. Well, I want to offer to you that we can have joy now, even as life is unfolding, even as we're still growing and making mistakes and unlearning and learning, even while we're healing and restoring, there can be joy in the process. And I hope that you will find ways to experience it because you are worthy and deserving. I invite your soul to tell your heart, mind, body, and spirit, welcome home.